When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ten oh four. Pencil fell out of hand. We'll record information in memory until such time as replacement pencil is offered or discovered. 10.07. Memory full. Destroying old memories to make space. 12.23. Forgotten everything up to 2004. At present I was born in Leeds. 14.35. Now I was born last week, on a bus heading towards Brent Cross Shopping Centre. 14.36. Now I was born in Brent Cross Shopping Centre. 16.16. I was born at the beginning of this sentence. 16.20. I've just been born. 17.23. I'm about to be born. 17.43. Pencil discovered to have been in other hand all along. 1800. Pencil fell out of hand. 1801. Pigeon eating sandwich in dark corner of mind. But that was yesterday, and today is a new day. And I feel like I'm saying this absolutely all the time at the moment, but... Hello everybody, how are we all this grey and dismal morning? Thanks again for all your letters and presents, keep them coming in. I won't be sending anything back because, well, amongst other things, I lack common sense. Anyhow, welcome, if a welcome you would like, to uh, Lunchwatch. Lunchwatch is a kind of a display-based lunch competition. You send in one lunch you have between Monday or Wednesday to be reviewed and analysed by myself, Banquo's ghost, I mean Johnny White really, really, as well as the ever shadowy and absent figure of Dan Canetti to receive the ultimate honour of being this or that week's winning lunch. Next week I'll have a better way of saying it. And I've been having a crisis about lunch watch this week, not sure why. Actually more of a general crisis, no need to relegate it to lunch watch. I suppose I feel like God is looking down on me, not so much glowering, just sort of peering a bit and telling me to cheer up and stop showing off, which is worse in a way. But anyhow, next week I'll be back on my diamond form, and if not then, then the week after. But yeah, let's leave God up on the moon or wherever and focus our attentions on lunch. And there was a decent selection this week, and a healthy selection. And I was, as I am famous for being, grateful to see them. Not many puddings this week, and in actual fact there never has been many, or any really, so not sure why I'm bringing it up. 
I'm just doing that thing that people do on email chains or in real life where everyone seizes on a problem that they have never previously considered and it suddenly becomes the thing that has to change before the project can move forward and all because no one could think of what to say in the first place. That's never happened to me, by the way, as personally I've never been involved in anything. I just have a very good empathetic imagination. But just as a quick aside... I need to take care of my famous orders of business. Firstly, a sort of service announcement. I came into possession of some good advice from Matty this week, who said, Did you ever hear that trying to remember what you had for lunch yesterday is a cure for hiccups? It always works. Hiccups, or hiccoughs as they seem to be called in horrible olden books, are something I'm always getting stuck in my throat. So I'm going to have to give this a go ASAP and I advise you do the same. Secondly, a disqualification. And I am sorry, but it's for Hank Hill once again. Hank, not his real name, eschewed the entry system. And by that I mean he ignored it. Not really sure if eschewed means the same thing. But either way, he posted it directly onto my Facebook wall. Having a day off from lunch today as it's a bank holiday. And once again, I ask him to think about what it is he's saying and doing and really think about it this time, maybe even adopt the pose of the thinker. Hank, if you're having a day off, for heaven's sake, have one and keep it to yourself and then wake up the next day ready for lunch and then tell me what you had via the appropriate channels. So yeah, with the greatest regret, And for too many reasons to count, Hank Hill, you are disqualified. But please do enter again next week. But enough with all that. Let's take a look at this week's three front runners. Firstly, Lizzie. Lizzie's entry, a prawn sandwich from the fishmonger on Tenby Harbour on a soft brown roll with Marie Rose sauce and lettuce along with lightly sea-salted co-op crisps, apple and blackcurrant squash, and tea. Now, I don't know what Marie Rose sauce is, and I also am not a fan of prawns, although I like them as people, but I do like the sea, and I like soft rolls. Who amongst us doesn't, I ask you? Certainly not Ross, front-runner number two, who had, and I quote, ham sandwich with lettuce and tomato, plus a slice of homemade cheesecake, a Diet Coke to wash it all down, confirming that the bap had been a nice, squidgy, flowery one. A good lunch. Homemade cheesecake. I mean, where else are you going to make it? Well, commercial kitchen, I suppose, so ignore me, everyone. Never forget to ignore me. But don't ignore Kazaya, aka front runner number three, her entry was two out-of-date finger buns, one with a bit of leftover avocado and tomato, and one with butter, jam, and a smatter of vegan cream cheese. Banoffee-flavoured date bar washed down with water. Lots of washing down going on this week. Now, the eagle-eared will have noticed that the word date crops up twice in that entry, but in two separate contexts. How fascinating. Finger buns are nice, savoury or sweet, and that's what I've always maintained. I hope the vegan cream cheese was pleasant too. I had some vegan blue cheese in a bedsit in Muswell Hill in the winter of 2010, and it was truly disgusting. 
Actually, it was 2009, but anyway, I've heard the tech has come on leaps and bounds since then. In cheese, I mean. Vegan cheese, that is. But anyway, yes, a good entry from Kazaya here. And that was this week's Three Front Runners. Alright, so while you mull over the Three Front Runners, I'd just like to play the same game from last time. We're all going to play it. It's called Heads or Tails. Zoe here's going to flip the coin. What denomination of coin is it? We've got a tuppence. A tuppence, 2p, two two p, two p, a.k.a. the tuppence. <laughs> two of the big ones. Two of the big pence. <laughs> and here we go. So do we have a flip? And a fix in your mind, by the way, what you wanted to stand for in your life. And what is the reading? It is tails. Tails again. Third time. A third time. That's ludicrous. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, everyone, for playing. And thank you, Zoe, for flipping the coin. Thank you. Goodbye. I mean, <laughs> why don't you say <laughs> And then hello again. And then hello again. <laughs> And so the final verdict draws near. I hope you've all enjoyed your time here, and I hope you won't get too agitated when I raise the excitement levels with a quick rundown of the three front runners and ask who amongst them will win. Will it be Lizzie with her oceanside prawn sandwich and blackcurrant squash? Will it be Ross with his homemade cheesecake and heaven made ham sandwich? Or maybe it shall be Kaziah with her double finger buns and a cup of the good stuff, water I mean. And it weighs heavily upon me in a, in a fun way to announce that this week the winner is... Lizzie! Congratulations on being this week's winner. Wow, that's amazing! <laughs> yeah, so if you just like to talk us through some of the inspirations or emotional decisions that went alongside getting your food what is what is what i don't understand first and foremost is what Mar- isn't mary rose a isn't mary rose like a ghost ship no like a sunken ship well it might be i, I only know the thought oh, i thought maybe so it's not named after a any sort of sunken vessel no what is mary rose sauce it's ketchup and mayonnaise it's like that big sauce you got on board. oh i know that yeah. stuff okay Right. That's good stuff, right? Yeah, that's good. I've always, in my head, I've always thought that was called a th- thousand. I is that the same as a thousand islands sauce? I think thousand island dressing. I might, I might be wrong here. I don't want to give any disinformation out on the podcast, but I think thousand island dressing is that. But it's like what you get on a Big Mac, like with a bit of gherkin in. But this is a more refined, antiquated version of a thousand islands. Before they visited a thousand islands, they sunk to the bottom of the ocean and created the Mary Rose sauce. Um, yeah, and you got it w- w- in a prawn bat? Yeah, so we, so I'm, I'm on holiday in, in Tembe in Pembrokeshire, and um, I'd heard talk of um, crab sandwiches. Crab with, sandwiches? Um, little seafood shack on the beach. Yeah, so that, that was the original plan, actually, was to get some crab sandwiches. Um but we ended up getting there quite late for various reasons. It was raining a lot. Um, my boyfriend hurt his knee, so he's on crutches. It took us a very long time to walk to the shack. When we got there, there were no crab sandwiches, but they did have some prawns. And it was quite late at this point as well. It was sort of three in the afternoon. Um, but they had some lovely prawns left, so we thought, well, we'll get some prawns, get some of this pink sauce in a bottle, um, and just go back to the holiday cottage 
an omelette for sandwich. Oh, you prepared them yourself. Yeah. This is a twist. What well, a little twist for me. I assume. Well, I think I think I phrased it quite misleadingly on my on my entry, and I was a bit no, worried. That, no, 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 it's, no. It's absolutely <laughs> fine. Oh, by the way, if you're in in Pembrokeshire, have you been to? There's a place called Broadhaven, and there's a place smaller than that called Druidston Haven, and there is a hotel called the Druidstone like the Druid's Stone. And if you go there, if it's open, it's really nice and it's a nice bar. And the caretaker there is called John the Ghost. Honestly, and if you go there, say and you say hello from me, he'll know who you mean. If you just if you go if you go if you're going anywhere, he's called John the Ghost. He just has a kind of ghostly quality. I mean, I've known him since I was a little kid, and he's always seemed the same age. Um, but either way, it's a very nice place if you're if you're around. It's sort of near Haverford West. So that's a little bit of a sorry. That's a bit of a side tangent. Anyway, well, maybe if I go and drop your name, then I'll get some kinds of freebies. You probably get chased out of the place. Uh, um, <laughs> so um, yeah, so prawn baps abound, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. then a little bit of shredded lettuce on that. Okay, nice. Because I was going going for the kind of um, prawn cocktail effect, sort of in uh, yeah in a bar, bringing the prawn cocktail experience to the homestead. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, We'd we bought some of the, one of those sort of big bags of kind of co-op home brown kettle chips. Yes, nice. We'd bought some of them before we even got to the cottage because we thought, you know, those are going to come in handy. Bought some squash from London, um, and had a cup of tea with the sandwich. Nice. Which I I always think there's something quite kind of retro and chic about having a tea with your meal. Yeah, it's good. It's a sort of it's a, it's quite comforting and also be, it befit it behooves the by the sea experience. Mm, yeah, I would say. Yeah, I would. I'll go so far as to say. <laughs> um, um, and what the slightly salted crisps? Because crisps, yeah. I like the co-op crisps. Slightly salted, I always feel like um, present themselves as being vaguely pathetic, but they are nice. Yeah, <laughs> I think I it's want, just because of the word see. slightly. I wanted the salt and vinegar ones, but you can't have everything, can you? No, you, that's very true, and very good to remember that is that you can't have everything. Um, and then, and then some squash as a sort of chaser. Yeah, yeah. I was, um, I was alternating yep. mouthfuls of uh, sandwich squash and tea. Double dropping. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I think you just get a, a sort of nice variety of experiences that in one yeah. meal. Have you had your lunch today? We've just had it, actually. I don't know if you can hear the seagulls. I'm, I'm sitting on the beach as we speak. Oh, nice. What, you had fish and chips? No, I went, we went back to the same shack. Got some crabs this time. We got uh, some more prawns uh, with some Murray Rose and two little things of cockles with vinegar and um, black pepper on and a few seafood sticks. Um, is there any lunches you'd like to see do well in future weeks? That's a, sort of, I like that question. It's like a really awful post-match question. Um, have you had any 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 leftovers winning? Uh, yeah. Leftovers have entered, but have not flourished on the winners' table <laughs> yet. Um, no, actually, yeah, no. That's happened. what I'd like to see. I think. All right. Well, uh, hope you have a very nice rest of the day and rest of your holiday. Thanks very much. Well, this has made my day now. <laughs> um, all right then. Well, I'll yeah. Um, yes, nice to speak to you and speak to you in a bit, and then to again next week and goodbye. Thank you very much. Bye bye. That was Lizzie, a.k.a. Lizzie the Triumphant. And if you would like to follow in her footsteps, you can, because I can now declare Lunchwatch officially open again. If you're listening to this between Monday and Wednesday, you can send him a lunch via our Twitter, at Lunchwatch, or email uh, lunchwatch at hattrick.com or on Facebook, but you can work that one out for yourself. 
In 2012, I watched someone that looked like Gordon Ramsay in Cafe Otto hit some resistance wire for 50 minutes as it travelled through some reverb units and then a smaller mixer and into the PA and out through the speakers. I was so entranced by the sound that I looked only at the speakers for where the sound was emerging from for the entire performance. And I'm only extrapolating now that the performer looked like Gordon Ramsay because I can imagine Gordon Ramsay making that sort of music because Gordon Ramsay seems like someone that would enjoy making an awful din and have it be appreciated. And I hope that when this is over, and by this I mean all of it, I mean after the sunken ships rise a mile in the sky and the weight of the ocean splits the very world into two halves which go spinning off into space, perhaps we might go to the seaside together, me and Gordon Ramsay, and drink 2,000 pints, and I could ask him the most accurate way of making Marie Rose sauce. And his eyes will twinkle, and he'll bid me come closer, and say, well, keep it to yourself, but... So anyhow, Gordon Ramsay aside, let's hear it for Lizzie. And remember, if it looks like a lunch, and sounds like a lunch, then guess what? Lunch Watch was written and performed by Johnny White Really Really with original music by Johnny White Really Really. The coin flip was performed by Zoe Waterman. The producer was Benjamin Sutton and it is a hat-trick production. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.